You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 142, Tarot and Feng Shui with Stephanie Kelly. Welcome to episode 142 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. So for this episode, we have our friend Stephanie Kelly joining us, and we hope you enjoy this. Hi. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome. Thank you so much, Laura. And thank you so much, Angie. It's an honor. Yeah, we're really, we're happy to have you here. So um, before I, I'm going to do your formal bio in a second, because we, we <laughs> always do that. But I just wanted to uh, let listeners know that, um, so uh, Stephanie did the same program that we did in um, the uh, Feng Shui, uh, the BTB master's program. So she is um, also an alum. So, and um, living in New York, correct? Okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, so we invited her on because we have a shared background and, um, as we know, the topic of this, um, of this episode is about tarot and feng shui because I also am interested in tarot. And so Stephanie and it all just kind of work together. So before we get into that, I just want to say, so I want to introduce, formally introduce Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie Kelly, chef, writer, diviner, and feng shui consultant is a 33 year veteran of the fine dining, fine dining and author of Lush Mojo Tarot for Urban Shamans. And she has an upcoming cookbook memoir called Heat, Tales, spells, bubbling cauldrons, trailing the path of the kitchen goddess. I love it. Miss Kelly is also the host of Infused with Stephanie, with Chef Stephanie Kelly, a discussion format cooking show about cannabis edibles. Um, and you can find info about um, Stephanie at uh, lushmojo.com. So, so excited to have you here, Stephanie. And I'm excited to talk about tarot. So, I love so it. excited to be here. So excited yeah. to be here. Do you, do you read yourself, Laura? Yeah. So, um, this is, it's kind of new for me. Um, it's been, well, like six months here we're, we're talking. Um, it's something that I've always dabbled with and was really interested. And then I finally decided, no, I'm going to study. So I found a teacher nice. here, um, in, uh, she's in Toronto and, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm really, I really like, I love it. So I've been, it's something I've all been wanting to do for a really long time. So I'm excited. So, um, yeah, and we'll talk, we'll talk more about different ways we use it, but, um, you know, I, well, because you practice both feng shui and tarot, um, what do you like, what, what drew you to the practice of tarot? Why do you love it? It's uh, the most interesting thing. So that would go into kind of intergenerational stuff where in, um, some of the first stores. And so if you have a witchcraft store in New York, you're, you're dealing with a, um, with a, a gathering of people, a coven that are supporting that, right? They usually gather every month or every week or how often they gather. And that's part of the spiritual energy of the store. So of those first covens would have been a place called the warlock shop in, uh, in Brooklyn Heights. And then 
that morphed into with uh, Blessed Be the Dead uh, owner Herman Slater to The Magical Child, uh, also in New York, which gave rise to Enchantments, which is still running, and other places like uh, The Magical Candle and Candle Therapy. So why do I bring those up? So my aunt is a Wiccan priestess uh, who sat in the original covens that, that, uh, that gave rise to the Warlock Shop and also the Magical Child. So this those with she was a person I always knew about but I didn't think she would affect my life or anything you know what I mean I was just like that's my aunt she's a witch and it would be like a glamorous thing to be able to say but then at about 12 years old I'm over at my girlfriend Vicky's house and she whips out this deck of tarot cards and I'm like what's this (laughs) and that's how I started reading she taught me how to read uh then years later I'm 25 I'm looking into ancestral studies I look up my auntie she initiates me without me realizing and is like, oh, you're reading tarot. That's great. And then and that's it. I'm like, after that, I'm, I'm reading professionally more. And that's how it started. Awesome. You know, I have a I have a cute story about when Laura and I started our business. Talk I was really that. getting into carved candles at enchantments, which I. Oh, my God. We, we never spoke on this. All right. Sorry. Okay. Well, because we, and I heard about the carved candles with other feng shui people. Like I went to like a Joey Yap thing and it was with like a few other feng shui people like Doris, Ingber nice. and Joey Santiago and oh, yeah. Susan Chan and my friend Valerie. And we were like, they, Joey. Um, Santiago and Doris Ingber were talking about carved candles and they're like, oh my God. And they were talking about enchantments. I was like, I want to do that. And so I took a class at enchantments and it's so funny. I took this picture and everyone's like, I put it on Instagram and they're like, you look so happy. Cause I was like, so excited to do something artsy and magic-y. And so then Laura and I, when we started our business, we went to enchantments and got special car. Uh, we carved our own candles for the business for our business mm-hmm. partnership. Oh, we carved so the same one. Yeah, crazy. We've never spoken on this. This <laughs> we've never spoken on this. What an interesting. What a yeah, beautiful. It was very okay, cool. well, because Stephanie and I kind of we take classes together and we just like we pass notes in class instead of paying it's attention. Really, That's what we do. really funny. In fact, I was talking to so my dad's a teacher and I was telling my dad, yeah, this chick that I'm uh, that I'm uh, have a whole thing <laughs> for that I love that we attended the same school. She we're passing notes back together, you know, back and forth in in Stephen's class, and so I'm saying to her that after class, you then said. Uh, I said, well, what do you do when people pass notes back to, you know, back and forth in your class? And you were like, I have uh, comments disabled. I don't allow this. And I was crying. I was literally crying. So I told my dad about it and he could not stop laughing. I was like, can you stand it? Like, (laughs) yeah, Angie doesn't, Angie doesn't rule, doesn't live by her own rules, I guess. We were being so scandalous that Stephen was like, you have to stop. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. If Stephen's listening to this right now, he'd be like, I knew it. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, because we never actually caught to it after class when it was happening. You know what I mean? Like that's it's very funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was just to talk about the candles again, back it up. I know we're not yeah, yeah. on candles, but uh that was pretty awesome actually when Angie and I we did we did it in her living room. She what we walked, we did the whole thing, we had everything, and then yeah, that was we did it with the intention um for our new partnership. And I mean in hindsight, you know, I actually haven't really thought about that since then. I mean, I know we had the candles and we each made, we each got our other yeah, yeah. Our other candles as well. It's very cool. Yeah. So I love that that 
I love the connection. By the way, I love your lineage and I love the history you got going on there. That's fantastic. I mean, it's interesting for me, it was a way, Tara was a way for me to reconnect with my own heritage and lineage, just as, you know, Italian Canadian um, right. with cardomancy. And, you know, I just thought this is something I want to learn a divination tool that connects with that. But also I love the visual part. Like for me as an artist, and we're going to talk about it because you're going to talk about your deck you're doing as well, which is super cool. Um, as an artist, it, it just symbolism and visual and, and just that way of it, it just makes a lot of sense to me. So I just I love that practice. And, and I think the amount the kinds of insights you can gain from it, I was honestly, I wasn't even prepared when I first started, um, you know, for how sounds crazy, how accurate it is. I mean, it it's really is. Amazing. It really is. I mean, really feng shui is, is incredibly amazing. accurate in its own way about energies, yes, it and is. but it's different. You have to go through a, a bigger process and you look at the it, tarot was, is, um, I mean, we have different forms of divination in feng shui, which are equally cool. The thing about tarot for me was just that, uh, well, the cards and the visual are like the fact that that little snapshot and just understanding the layers in it, right. you know, was right. very cool. So, right. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I I'm often struck by how um, how accurate it is. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I'm promoting, uh, and she actually, as an Aquarius, is the star card in my deck, is um, the fact that a woman uh, of mixed heritage, uh, apparently, like rumors of her being a black woman, um, essentially was the visual artist of the deck. Now, when you hear that, when you hear the words writer weight, we all know what mm -hmm. that means, right? Mm -hmm. So this eponymous, like it is, it is the iconic mm -hmm. cornerstone of the repping of this deck. Mm -hmm. She did the artwork and she was also part of, as they all were, part of a magical coven together. Mm -hmm. uh, patriarchy, hi patriarchy, yeah. knock knock, yeah. who, who's there? Patriarchy, patriarchy, yeah. who? So essentially her name just gets sliced off the deck. So I know I no longer refer to it as Rider Wee. I refer to it as mm -hmm. Smith Coleman because yeah. her name was Pamela Smith Coleman, blessed yep. be the dead, or Coleman Smith, Coleman Smith deck because it's so crazy that she wouldn't even, you know, yeah, I, without, I would without the drawings, you got nothing. Like you got nothing. Got yeah, a lot of descriptions like, in a really cute uh, workbook, but it's it's not a tarot deck, guys. No, and no one cares. You know and I mean? so much is built on the color choices, the the way she did. Like, I mean, it's just, you can't tell me that they told her, like, she, it's all, like, she, it's and then like, yeah, what she did. What she did, they, sure. And they all work together. That. I'm not even going to take it from the guys. I'm just going to say, guys, how could this have even, she died in debt. Do you, blessed be the dead, she died in debt. How? How? By the time the bitch came out, it was already a legend. And you know what I mean? And it has inspired, like, okay. Smith, Coleman Smith Rider Waite has inspired almost every modern deck that we know. They're either yes. working off of that template or working against it consciously, in which case we're still caught up. You know what I mean? Like it's really, so I just yeah, wanted to- 100%. No, that is fascinating. And um, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, no, the only thing I found out is because I was researching the deck. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So it's really. Yeah, because you're okay. We're going to talk about that in a second. Before we get there, let's talk. I just want to make sure we touch on how we. Okay. I don't know if you do this, but I'll tell you what I do. Um, because feng shui is such a big part of my, it's my 
core business. Like it's what I right. do, right? It's what right. I teach. It's what I do right. as consult consultations. So for me, I use tarot as a sub, like as a modality or a practice to help me gain insight into what I need to know going in with a Absolutely. client. Now, sometimes the client might have a question that I can't, um, you know, that, 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 that they might want really, you know, specific. And I might ask them, I might douse about it. I might, you know, I might do the I Ching, but I find that tarot is really effective for me beforehand saying, okay, I, I see this in the floor plan. I see this, I see this. Um, and so I, I, I ask, you know, I'll ask questions around that. And it's really interesting. So I get a lot of clarification from it for, for me. Um, when I do it now, I don't know how you, you probably just do straight up tarot. I don't know if you combine the two. Do you combine the two? Um, okay. So because I have these hardcore tarot clients, you know what I mean? From years and years, um, I basically do a lot of tarot with them when I'm doing I Ching, uh, when I'm doing, when I'm doing feng shui, I'll usually try to use I Ching mm -hmm. or unless, unless the person requests tarot, in which case I'm using tarot. There are other people who are going to request runes, in which case, fine, I'll use mm -hmm. runes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really mm -hmm. just, yep. but it does, I do, I do have a connect, I do sense a connection between all of them and I use them pr pretty fluidly throughout yeah. when I'm finding for clients. Yeah. And I, um, when I first started learning, cause I, so you came at it differently, I'm assuming you knew tarot and then you probably came to feng shui after correct oh god yes yeah. yeah so so it's interesting i did the other way around um and um for me you have to yes there are universal similarities and i have to say the one thing i'm actually finding really easy uh, well it makes sense now i know the elements are different but at the end of the day you know for instance the wands is basically wood and fire combined together and once you kind of know that you're like well because honestly the energy descriptors are the same like they're very similar right the energy and so that was i find that and really it is all about energy and be able to understand the suits and the energy of the suits was really helpful and it connects so well in ways but i did have to challenge myself which i think a lot of people do is you know, let's, um, let's not try to come with my feng shui brain and cram it into tarot, you know, right. let's right. try and see them separately so that we can learn them properly. So I really did totally. have to make a conscious effort to do that. And also I want to, I love that you mentioned about wood and fire being combined with the one suit, but also metal and earth are combined mm -hmm. pentacle suit. If you think yep. about it. Agreed. Totally. And I had um, after years, and I mean years, of doing um, magic in the Wiccan uh, arena, but also in the Afro-Diaspora arena, and in any case, aside from all that, practicing all these different modalities and different languages, we had been drawing the pentagram for years. Mm -hmm. I saw it again when Barry Gordon was teaching um, a level three, I think, in uh no, maybe it was level two in August. Did you get you did you go to camp? You you went to camp, right, Laura? Yeah. Yep. So mm -hmm. so we're sitting up in Connecticut, and he's drawing the overcoming cycle with these arrows, and it's oh, yes. making right, pentagram. <laughs> and I just could not stop crying for forty five minutes. I just was sitting there like quietly sobbing because I was like, it just connected everything together. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. the fifth element. There it was. Yes. I, you know. Yeah. It was. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's okay. Yes, you're right. Like, I mean, it's good to know. So, so now that I'm 
I feel like I know more about tarot. I mean, I, I like any modality you're always learning, but I do have a comprehensive sense of it now. I Now I'm like, oh yeah, I see how it all kind of clicks. But you know, when I first started lear- learning it, I'm like beginner's mind, put that out of your head. Mind, but, right, yeah, but, but now I, yeah, it's really, and I think that's partly for me why it works so well um, as a way to see what's going on because I'm like, oh, there's a lot of fire here. There's a lot of fire cheat, what, you know, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, so that, that it instantly connects. Right. So it's really, right. it's really good. Um, yeah. I, I think, um, what, so explain to me, you're doing, you do the I Ching as well, or you, do you do I that do. as well? Yeah. I do. And it's funny. I'm not good at it at all and it's brand new you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's brand new and i'm not good at it and i'm like okay so you must become really good at this like and part of doing the deck is that in addition to this wiccan thing right and there's a good deal of you know english and irish ancestry but there's also a predominant african ancestry and an, a predominantly african practice that i maintain with my um, Afro-diasporic studies. Mm-hmm. So in graduating to the modalities of what's going to end up being a deep study of I Ching and a deep study of Catacolis, which are connected to the Afro-diasporic, mm-hmm. I wanted to do the deck to graduate to those yeah. other. So let's talk about, let's talk about this deck. Okay. So you're working, explain, tell us what you're doing with this new deck from Lush Mojo. So I'll send you guys some, some pictures too. And, uh, you yeah. know, I'll send you some pictures. So what's, there's a there's a there's a sense of there only being deep spirituality, you know what I mean? Sitting, you know, sitting in meditation on a on a cool, clouded mountain, right? You know, like that's the only time that it happens. And what I was noticing for for how it was working was that I would see literal, actual signs, like actual, like I'd be thinking. I wonder about so-and-so and it would be like, yes, this way. And I would, I would be like, is this a joke? Like what, you know, what's happening. And so that's how it started to be more photography based mm-hmm. because I'm not a painter and I am not a drawer, but I do have a, a, an affinity to collage. So mm-hmm. I started taking pictures and also borrowing, you know, if it was collective imagery that, you know, over a hundred years old or that, that can be used um, and credited and kind of collaging stuff that would remind me of different cards. And that's how the deck started to take form. Literally, like I was staring at the Statue of Liberty one day and I was like, oh, it's the star. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, oh, that's mm-hmm. the star. Like, it was yep. just so obvious. You know, I was uh, at Trump Tower and I was like, God damn it, this is awful. <laughs> and it feels like the tower. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. my God, this is it. This is, here we are. Here we are. Like, you know, so, you know, so different like signs and symbols would present themselves through an urban lens. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, you know, you have to be able to be in a meditative state where you are immediately. You have to be able to, um, you have to be able to tap into your flowing spirituality in an, if you're in an urban space, in an urban space. Like you can't yeah. say, I'm only evolved half the time. 
I'm yeah. evolved when I'm on a silent retreat. No, you're evolved. You're you're gonna have to practice that shit every day, you know, yeah. on the subway. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Yeah. I was like, so there's got to be people who have this moment of like, I, I got to be evolved all the time, and I live in a city, and I want to. Yeah. And we are. But I think, um, and I've seen some of the photos, and it's really cool. And I mean, as an artist as well. Uh, I mean, found items, collage, multimedia. I mean, that is, that's, I mean, that's art. I mean, that is art. That's actually, I do a lot of multimedia. So um, that is very, um, I'm looking forward to seeing the whole deck. I'm not going to lie. And then yeah, of course, absolutely. I want to see it with like, you know, like you said, like I want to step away, kind of see it so that I can not try and put everything else out of my head and see it. Cause I think, as you said, the, the, the essence of it will really speak. And I love the, the Statue of Liberty as a star. That's great. Um, really great. Yeah. So, okay. So that's, that is, um, we're going to have, well, we'll have stuff, um, on the show notes for it. And, um, uh, because we want to have links. So how can people find you and get in touch with you? Oh, so then, oh, thank things. you. Thank you for saying that. All right. So then uh, com will pull up my website and information and I'm rolling out the deck on the website. In fact, to okay. be honest, the website is the whole, the whole reason for the website and the horoscope that's on the website is, is to support the deck to, to introduce. What's the deck called? Like, is it called Lush Mojo or what's the It's deck? called Lush Mojo. Okay. Tarot for Urban Shamans. Yeah. That's what it's okay. called. Yeah. Urban yeah, shamans love so it. I okay. do, yeah, I do a whole, okay. the, in the, the four suits are from my life. So I was catering a wedding in Atlanta and Atlanta is a city and yet is a country. It has mm -hmm. country and city mouse stuff about it. I love it so much. So I'm, I was shooting the, the lovely hostess had a bonfire going the night before the wedding. And I shot that, that became the fire suit. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I urban beekeep that became the earth suit, like the mm -hmm. background of the the um, driving to uh, the beach one day became the water suit and mm -hmm. the air suit is, the, is another driving to the beach sky shot. So it was mm -hmm. all around cities, you know what I mean? Or in yeah. the city yeah. that the suits were produced. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it all. Thank you. That's, Thank you. that's good. Um, this was fun. We got, we're gonna have to do this again. Um, Thanks so much for me. I, I really got it. I got to bow down with all the honor on earth. Where you guys are doing everything right. I mean, you are doing <laughs> the work, and I'm so well, glad that you're doing the work. I really am. No, because you. graduating from Hogwarts, I've really felt like <laughs> I entered into a special realm of people. And yeah. and I'm so glad that you guys have the torch and are carrying it. I'm Thank really you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fun. We love it. And uh, we like doing this podcast and, um, you know, people hopefully like to listen to us and, uh, yeah, it's great. And thank you for being here. It was really fun. And, uh, it was good to have an, uh, a fellow classmate join us. And I love that we have this connection with the tarot. Um, so we'll have to do something again for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So thanks so much, Stephanie. Um, and, uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Angie. Talk, you talk again. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others. 
And if you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.